not have recorded that. I think I'll turn our game down significantly. Oh, you turned it up. No, it's down. Are you sure? It's... I just went from way over here past the G to the A. It sounds like it got way louder. Yeah, that's down. That's louder. Is that where you wanted yeah, to be? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Where was it? It was way over here past the G. I thought we were blowing out levels. But oh, I don't no, know that's how, way down. Yeah, I don't know how words and level are, <laughs> levers. Well, technically the mic's upside down to you, so... Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting mistakes were made. Starting off strong with some pretty serious mistakes. Because Brett does not know how, uh, how words and knobs work. <laughs> Name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful... The effervescent, the culinary, Kristen Pennington. That we'll should be your nickname. <laughs> Kristen, the culinary Pennington. We'll see. I ruined the asparagus last time. <laughs> <laughs> I have been at work all day, um, which I'm not happy about, but I was there. And um, I just got home, drinking post-work beer. Got no idea what the fuck we're going to talk nope, about. We literally haven't talk to each other at all today until just now yeah so um i guess starting off huge shout out uh to all the people in all the countries that i've never been to that are listening to the show and all the people in all the states that we've never been to that are i need to do my, my no you're good i was just sorry i um, lean over here it sounds i always and i look more professional <laughs> i always lean in and you There's always Jess. lean out <laughs> All the people like that are in the Netherlands right now, just listening to my dog drink from his water bowl <laughs> in Middle Tennessee. Um, Who did we pick up today? Um, yeah, while well, Brett was at work, Brett's normally not at work on Wednesdays. I don't have the motivation to get up and go do yeah. things as early as Brett <laughs> does, so I just dicked around on the computer for a while. And <laughs> while I was on our hosting website, I noticed specifically today we picked up Texas, I believe. Um, uh, that, that is a new country. Texas? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't. Do not tell those fucking people that are state. <laughs> they seceded. They, they, they've been gone. Don't argue the facts. Oh, don't do me like that, so Tex. It, it's a republic. <laughs> it's the Republic of Texas. Okay. I, I will thus forth. Call I was it talking the about the new Texas. country that we picked up, and then the first one was Texas. I thought we were gonna like riff on it for a minute. I <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we picked up any countries today. Um, Texas was the one that popped up today, but uh, <sighs> why? Why do you do me Dude, like get this? Get a mouthful. Quit. I'm trying to say hello to people. In, uh, this is why it doesn't work. It's why my career's gonna fall apart. <laughs> but we. Um, <laughs> Very recently also picked up Ohio, uh, France, the Netherlands, and Jax's food bowl, which I'm going to go move. <laughs> Ireland, France, the Netherlands. No, not Ireland. Not Ireland? Well, if you know any of those Irish people, you know, send them over in our direction. Um, but no, guys, I'm, a, I'm thrilled, you know. Like, I've never been to most of those places. I lived in Texas, but I, I don't know how many people I know in Texas, so. Um, and I know, or at least I think I know, I don't think I know anybody in the Netherlands. I, I, got, a, I got a big family, so if it's family, appreciate it. Send it to your Netherlandy friends. I don't, <laughs> I don't know anyone anywhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> so that's fantastic. And we want to, 
keep spreading the little thing that we got going on, try to keep our momentum up. And uh, so we thought we'd do a couple of plugs like right off the bat. So if you're hanging out in the Netherlands and you want to shoot us an email. Uh, yeah, before we okay. do that though, um, I'm assuming some of you people listening are friends and family because that would be weird if all of you were strangers. So, um, yeah, if you're... It's like 800 people. It would be obscene if it was was all friends and family. (laughs) It'd also be weird if none of them were. Why are none of you coming over for Sunday dinner? There's 800 of you motherfuckers. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) Just imagine 800 people crowded around a table. Yeah. But, um, 800 Brett Blooms. <laughs> but yeah, if you are um, friends or family, still definitely, like, we would love to hear from you. Give us a shout out. Say hey. Like, if you like us, you hate us, you have things you want to hear. We're looking for segment whatever. ideas. Yeah, like, yeah. definitely hit us up. If you do not know either of us personally or never met, never talked, anything like that, I would super love to hear from you guys because I'm curious. Um how you found the podcast, if you like the podcast. Um, if you just get drunk with your friends and make fun of <laughs> yeah. us, and you're like, look at these losers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would love, 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 love to hear from you. If you um, listen through the Apple podcast app specifically, um, we would super appreciate a five-star rating and mm-hmm. a review. And feel free to... Give yourself a shout out in the review. Tell yeah. us who you are, where you're from. If um, you give us a low star rating, which you know only do it if you mean it, but try to try to make it funny. If you make it serious, I'm gonna write off your advice. I'm <laughs> call you a cunt. If you, if you can make me laugh while also telling me I'm bad at my job, it takes the sting off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you wanna uh, send us an email, we're uh, nightmareboxproductions at gmail.com. or uh, if you wanna. Tweet us on Twitter. We're yeah, send at that twit. The uh, at Nightmare Box Pro. Love to hear from you. And Love to work with you if you're a creative yeah. person. We've also got an Instagram. You can find us on the Instagram at, at Nightmare Box Productions. We'll we'll do longer lists of them later. We just want to get that out of the way right off the bat because you know maybe you get bored when I start getting drunk. And you sign off. <laughs> I don't blame you for it. But if you're listening and you'd like to chat, we'd love to chat too. I would love that, yeah. No, because it'd be great if there were artistic people from like all over the world. We were able to like listen to the perspectives mm-hmm. of like the French when it comes to this type of stuff. Or if they've got like a good movie over there that probably didn't make it over to this side of the water. You know, French horror is fucking insanity. Yeah. You know. Or if you're not a creative person at all and you just, for whatever reason, yeah. like the podcast, I'm still... You, you know. like it for a reason, and if we know why you like it, then we know what to improve yeah. upon. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, did you bring it all the way over here just to eat it next to me? <laughs> get lonely. Oh my God. <laughs> I like eating dinner with I my I moved family. his food bowl all the way across the room, <laughs> and he brought the food over here to continue eating next to us. Yeah, we are professional. <laughs> got a newer setup we're slowly working our yeah. way there oh, we're in the middle of the move I'm goddamn exhausted this place is never going to let us go uh, <laughs> <laughs> but because the move got postponed a little bit we are heading very rapidly for 800 downloads and at 1000 we're going to revisit Zombievers so. yeah, which I'm very excited about we set that goal at what two or 300 and yeah, yeah, it was we, a while yeah, ago. We're not very good at advertising. So. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So people listen are like, "Do you have a book?" Share. And I'm like, "No, I, I actually am an accountant. <laughs> we want to listen to your podcast." It's like, oh, "No, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm mute." <laughs> For spontaneous words. I'm not good at I don't like attention. <laughs> and yet here you are in a podcast. So you, can, you can send me a, a physical letter at P.O. Box. <laughs> send me some smoke signals. <laughs> yeah. Love me from afar. Just don't tell me about it. <laughs> you like chatting with other writers on Twitter, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm completely fucking around. I, I am beyond thrilled um it's you know small potatoes in the long game you know when you look at more successful people you know they've they've built audiences that are thousands of people hundreds of thousands of people at some point um but we're an 800 overall might not seem like a big thing but we've done this 30 times in four months like we're in eight countries and 15 states that's not bad we got 30 episodes there's 800 people so, it's a lot of people to like yell at every week. <laughs> a lot of people that come through, even if it's just for a movie review or, you know. I am because oh, this one we got hammered and Brett said offensive thing. Because <laughs> we have like steadily picked up one or two countries like here and there every couple of weeks. I am very curious like where those are coming from. Like I occasionally share it on uh, like Facebook groups or whatever yeah. when they're like. <laughs> Because you're trying to be serious. Jax is like, oh, you know. (laughs) Maybe that's what people like about it. It's as authentic as it possibly could be, because we're too dumb to figure it out. Well, that one we were listening to last night, she was yelling at him while eating, and then I could hear her her voice grow distant as she walked away from him. People make uh, probably tens of thousands of dollars off of it. She was just yelling at him in between chomps of food. It's like... I don't think I'd eat uh, on the podcast. My wife hates me with Rich Voss and uh, <laughs> his wife, whose name, uh, Beth, not Beth McFarland, something McFarland. Begins no with idea. a B. B McFarland, the funnier of the two, whose name I can't remember right now. <laughs> She's got a documentary called Women Aren't Funny. Because, <laughs> like, that's what she always gets told. And so, like, she goes around different comedy clubs and stuff like that. And, tries to figure out what the comics' opinions are or what their reasons are for it. And then at the end of the film, goes on stage with her set, but she's gone and had, like, kind of like jackass where they made him, like, old grandpa. Like, they've turned her into a dude. So they gave her, like, plastic to, like, you know, work on the jawline and, like, the whole outfit and stuff. And then, uh, like, voice training so that she could sound like a man. And she went out there and told her jokes, and, like, none of them worked. I feel like that maybe proves that women aren't funny. It's then. A, it's, well, it's a very interesting documentary, you know, because that, that's a big thing, you know, even in, um, like, like our industry, there's that question of are men better at it or is it just male-dominated, you know? And it's different, for sure. Women have to do all artistic things differently than men, and maybe men don't appreciate that and women don't come out as often. You know, there's definitely that uh, well, I don't, argument to be made. I don't know what jokes she told, to be fair, but I think in They're general... They're funny jokes when she tells them, and my theory is that she was a stand-up comedian trying to pull a prank on an audience, you know, 
oh. of that magnitude. Okay, well, if you think, yeah. if you thought they were funny, then that kind but of... the timing didn't match up the way that it did when she was, like, in her own skin. Gotcha. I think she's fucking hilarious, but... I was going to say, yeah. and if you think they're funny, though, that kind of disproves what I was going to say, but yeah. I, I think in general, I men think, and women don't think the same type of things are funny. I think in comedy, and this is in no way saying any other form of art, I think in comedy, men are better at it. Because men become funny to sleep with women, women can just sleep with men. You learn to be funny to win others' approval. And if you don't need to rely on that to make the opposite sex like you, then you don't pick it up. So a lot of men aren't funny, too. (laughs) I mean, that might be true, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a dude, so I don't know. That might be true that guys have to practice that skill more. But like I said, I feel like in general, men and women just tend to think different things are funny, period. Like, they're definitely... And it's true, I enjoy more male comedians i know more male comedians but even in their jokes sometimes i feel like oh that's a little too far for me yeah. but then especially like a, the type of comedians that i listen to which are like <laughs> people you have to like hunt yeah. for on the internet that are just screaming about abortion <laughs> <laughs> but then a woman will tell a joke that probably comes across a little sexist to dudes so yeah. like it's I, I think in general we just probably as opposite genders different with opposite tastes. yeah and women don't tend to come out and you know the waves that men do to those types of environments because at the lower level they're CD bars like if you and I want to go that we can go to Zany's in Nashville which is a brilliant establishment and then almost every other one of them you're sitting there and you're like I might get stabbed immediately after I walk <laughs> out of here there's a good chance I'm going to get mugged in the parking lot why are we been. on Dickerson Pike? Where are we? I've actually never been to Zany's. I've driven past it, but I've never been in it. Zany's is beautiful. I saw um, Jezelneck there, and I saw Christopher Titus there. We should go sometime before we leave. We should. Uh, we might actually be able to if we're not leaving in August. We'll talk about it later, because there's... I think Food. I'm, cooking. <laughs> Can one, you smell it? <laughs> yeah. There's like two or three shows coming through that I'd like to see, but... Um, I don't know, but I, I, it's interesting, you know? Um... People say the same sort of things about writers, like all the big writers, like you, you don't have a female Hemingway just yet, you know, like that caliber of a, of a thing. Um, but you do have like a Virginia Woolf and countless you liked, uh, massive women. But, yeah. Mary Shelley better than her husband though. Yeah, well Percy's a bastard. <laughs> Percy didn't come up with Frankenstein drunk in a night. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, it's not like world-renowned, brilliant poetry or anything like that, but I do think uh, J.K. Rowling is actually a very skilled author. Like, no, I, I know very, you give her a lot of shit, yeah. but I think she is a very skilled author. She's a author. very skilled author. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not of the people that are saying that men are better at artistic things than women. There's a you know, like fucking O'Keefe, you know, for example. Is, am I thinking the right one? The vagina flower paintings? Georgia O'Keefe? Yes, I think so. I hope so. I, uh, please tell me that this whole time it's not been George O'Keefe. And I've been <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I am of the uh, the idea that it is Georgia O'Keefe. <laughs> now I'm not so sure and I'm just going to shut my mouth. I do like... tend to prefer male uh, musicians. I do tend to prefer... That's a weird one, right? Because well, like everybody we... seems to prefer male singers you got like an amy winehouse and 
like all the big ones in country and in soul and stuff like that. One or two in rock and roll. But See, like, what are you going to put up against Led Zeppelin? That's my <laughs> exception. Like women that have very soulful voices I like, but like the difference in the pitch in men's women's yeah. voices, I find women's voices just more grating to listen yeah. to. Like men have like that much deeper voice and it's more... But like, I have been alone in a room drunk at three o'clock in the morning, you know, singing... George Strait songs, which <laughs> is the gayest thing that I would ever be like. Just listen to a man serenade me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't dislike uh, female musicians by any means. I just think, but you would like, think I that find... like dudes would listen to girls when it comes to love songs. You'd be like, oh baby, you know, no, you know. <laughs> no, I, I tend to tend to find. If it was just poetry, if I was just sitting there listening to George Strait read me. Pardon me. Is this seat taken? Or whatever fucking song that is, where he's like, is this chair next to you? Like, get you some water. You can cry about your husband. I don't think those are the lyrics. I have no idea. I mean, like, remember that night that I made you do that? I was fucking blitzkrieged. And we sat in the kitchen and we just listened to Toby Keith songs. And I just. Turn the volume down low enough to where I could just say the lyrics. <laughs> you know, this is modern day poetry. Toby Keith, circa 1999. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. <laughs> Ooh, um, I don't know that she's super famous, but I'm a massive fan of, uh, uh, Lang Leave or however you pronounce her name the one that you bought me like two books oh of. yeah like that's a female poet massive yeah. fan of her so if you've never heard of uh, I hope I'm not getting that backwards I'm always like hesitant to say it, if it's Leave Lang it or Lang Leave it would be racist <laughs> for her last name to be Lang no if you if you can't figure out which well so, Ching Chong Chong Cheng it doesn't make any goddamn well, difference Lang doesn't it's not a yeah, she's an Asian American, <laughs> and uh, Lang is not a name that I'm very familiar with. I'm pretty sure Lang is her first name, though. I think her name's Lang Leave. It's L-E-A-V, I believe. Hmm. Um, but yeah, if you've never heard of her, check her out. She's a phenomenal poet. If we have poet. any, any uh, Asian listeners that would like to correct us, you can send us an email. Yeah, at nightmareboxproductions.gmail. I could be horribly butchering her name. She's a yeah. phenomenal poet. Half of though. the offensive shit we say, we say because we grew up in Tennessee. But to be to be fair, <laughs> she is either dating or married to a guy who is also a very talented poet, and I have never... But no, like a, mm-hmm. it, that is, Button Poetry is putting out some fucking masters, so mm-hmm. I, I can't say Rude is going to hold the crown for me forever, but uh, Helium was just... Mm-hmm. I've read it twice. I've given it to like three or four people. And, you know, like, you have it. to find this fucking dude. Read Rifle 2. Tell me you didn't cry the first time. Because I listen to it and cry all the time. <laughs> I bought uh, either one or two of Neil Hilborn's books, and those are really good. Are we back? Yeah, so, uh, I don't know where that dropped out. We suddenly dropped out for some reason. I so. hope it wasn't right after I went Chim Chong Chong Ching. <laughs> 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 so you just hear that, that just blank air. <laughs> like, like all the part of me forgiven. I'm it. glad you caught that. Yeah. I have I, no idea where that dropped out though, so over. sorry if we stopped mid-conversation. Yeah, I looked over and our recording line was just flat, and I was like, that's not supposed to be flat. I'm going to add in a sound effect of a 
heart monitor crashing. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. What a day. <laughs> the the world is trying to tell you that you should have just come home and take it easy today. I should have. I don't know why you wanted to do a podcast today. If I had been at work all day, I would have been like, no. Because we're just I'm this faithful one. to the Neverlandian people. <laughs> Neverlandian? I don't know what the fuck they call themselves. The Dutch? Are they the Dutch? <laughs> is there a Dutchonia? Dutchonia. Are the Netherlandians the Dutch people? Oh Are they God. from Never Neverland? <laughs> Never Netherland? God. They're the Dutch people, right? They did pretty okay <laughs> this World Cup. They did, they did a good job. Like your female soccer team. We were having such a productive conversation, too. We were. We were just slowly spiraling into Brett's a sexist. No, we were, <laughs> no, we were talking about poets. And hopefully you didn't miss my plug. <laughs> uh, Brett's also got a book. You know, if you want to mm-hmm. go to the nightmarebox.blog. Brett's Send me your address and ten dollars, and I will sign that son of a bitch and have it out the door tomorrow. So uh, I don't care where you live. I don't care if it costs me more than ten dollars to get it to you. I will. I will do that. I, I just want you to have a copy of it. You Did you box those it. already? No, they're all in the desk drawer. Okay. My theory is, whichever ones I don't sell here, I'm going to take half of them with me, and I'm just going to put a stack of the other half in random places. Ooh. I go to Starbucks and be like, can That's I leave five of smart. these or like just stack them all up at the pawn shop at work and be like, free, take one, you know. Well, uh, I can't remember what she called and it. Just like carpet bomb the area with psychological horror stories that nobody <laughs> asked for or you wanted. You should sign those. I'm going to sign all of them. I'm going to be like number one, number two. That's actually kind of smart. Um, I can't remember what she called it. She called it something that Emma Watson, the girl that did Hermione in Harry Potter, um, she has this thing where um, she leaves, she'll buy like random books and leave books in random public places like the like yeah. train station or whatever and she'll post a picture on Instagram like, hey, this is where I am. I'm about to hide the book. See if you can find it. <laughs> and so she that's, leaves. That's awesome. Yeah, she leaves books for people to find. Like, I don't think she, I can't remember. I don't know if she shows you the exact location that she puts the book or if she just tells you where she's hiding it. I've legitimately considered taking like five of them to Barnes and Noble because it's an old Mitch Hedberg joke. Taking like five of them to the Barnes and Noble, putting them exactly where they would be in the Barnes and Noble, and then just sitting back and waiting for chaos. Like, <laughs> Somebody for, goes to buy like, it. Waiting for the cease and desist of going, sir. You can't keep putting you your books can't here. physically place them here. They're only available on barnesandnoble.com. <laughs> we don't want them funny. here, or we would have ordered them by now. There's no call for this, but I, it's like, I could legit probably throw three in there, and I'd be like between like Boom and Blom or some shit like that. <laughs> like I'd be like in that you perfect should. center point. And then just get a letter going. You need to stop stuffing your book in random Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> uh, like maybe a little post-it thing. note and be like, "This one's free. Like this is my own gorilla yeah, but advertising." The, but the person who picks it up and tries to just put it into their bag without telling anyone, like for sure, will get gets arrested in my name <laughs> for shoplifting. Yeah, no, <laughs> that would be so bad. Chuck Palahniuk would be so proud of me. Oh my god. I might do that. I might legitimately on Sunday just take my book and put it in a Barnes and Noble. And be like, I didn't do that. <laughs> Don't put a post-it note saying it's I free sell though. this on the internet. No, Don't no. encourage someone to just take it. <laughs> just walk out of the door with it. 
get arrested for my cause. <laughs> that would be so bad. We just beeped, though. We're going to have to take a break. We're uh, in the middle of cooking okay. Cornish hens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do this on my lonesome unless you need help. Oh, cooking. no. Are you going to... You're going to hear me in the background clinking things, well, that's, but... That's, that's fine. I'm... Brett goes solo. If it doesn't work, we'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Brett either potentially goes solo or I edit out this break. Godspeed, everyone. What should we talk about? We're not going to talk about anything. I'm going to cook. Kristen... <laughs> I just wanted to give it a shot. I, I felt spontaneous, and now I feel nervous. <laughs> God damn it. I got nothing. We'll see you guys here in a minute. <laughs> All right, Brett's back. Kristen's still in the kitchen. We're going to pretend that that mini freakout didn't just happen. Apologies in advance. Apologies in advance. Uh, I went on Facebook. I follow a bunch of different uh, Facebook groups uh, about writers. This one happens to come from authors and writers helping each other grow, which is a very positive group. If you're a writer and you're looking for Facebook affirmation, it's a good place to go learn, you know, kind of the basics over there. And there is a person on the uh, group who's put up a post today. Uh, they've got 197 pages that top out at 31,000 and a half words. <coughs> it sounds like a lot to those of you guys out there that, that don't necessarily write. But my one question is, how in the hell did you stretch out 30,000 words over 197 pages? Because I've written 65,000 words and not hit 197 pages. Um, but the, the question was, some publishers don't want novels that are too long. But how long is too long? Should I stop here at 30,000? For reference, 30,000 barely registers you as a novella. 50,000 is like the minimum cutoff for most publishing houses. Um, 50-55k, like somewhere in there, is like the low end, you've, congratulations, you've technically written a novel. Uh, so if you're sitting around 30,000 and you think you're done, I'd go back and I'd revisit, or I'd form it as a novella and lower some expectations. Uh, you can tell a damn good story in novella form. I've sold two myself. Uh, it's not a whole lot for the more experienced people out there. Um... And the cat started fighting and I lost my rhythm. <laughs> um, but no, you can, you can tell a story in 30,000 words for sure. It's a good story, but then you have to like look at it as a novella, sell it as a novella. Don't you know, flip out and try to hand somebody your novel um, that is, you could read it in an afternoon. Um, you could tell a damn good story in a paragraph even. You know, you tell it in one sentence if you're really fucking good. I'm not good enough to do it in one sentence, but for, you know, you guys out there trying every day on Twitter, I'm, I'm proud of you. But, uh, then I burned out, so I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just sitting here staring at a microphone. I'm just going to keep rambling into the microphone and drinking my Cobra. Bill Burr does this twice a week. I need to figure out, you know, how does one... I can, I, now I see why he rambles about watching whatever football game he's watching. Kristen is um, making Cornish hens, uh, as we joked about early in. She's culinary Kristen today. 
Uh, we picked those up at the grocery store, and she's doing those and some uh, roasted asparagus and some corn on the cob because uh, she had the day off work and, and I, I, I didn't. But uh, it's important, you know, like in your relationship, it's weird because I'm doing this and she's in the background uh, cooking, but it's important to cook with your significant other, you know. Um, spend that time in the kitchen. I have a, a rule of thumb in our relationship where I typically don't start dinner until Kristen's getting in the shower so I can cook while she's doing that. And I, you know, we eat dinner every, uh, every night at the table together. Uh, but when we can, like on our days off, when we get done doing the show, it's basically drinking in the kitchen and dancing. And I think that there's a true, true art form to that. I think it's been a massive benefit in our relationship. Uh, it, it annoys her some days, you know, when she's not feeling like getting up and dancing with me and I'm blasting Tupac and she hates rap music. But, you know, you learn stuff about, you know, each other, spending more time together. And as young professionals trying to get our careers off the ground, I think it keeps us grounded because it gives us a thing to do in the afternoons besides... Slowly stopped burning things. Yep, and Kristen has become a much better cook. <laughs> when we started off this relationship, she showed up with uh, pre-seasoned chicken, and I could have strangled her right there on the spot. And I was like, we seasoned chicken in this house. We don't pay extra money for seasoned chicken. It's actually cheaper. Well, it's because it's disgusting. <laughs> Pro tip, wash the seasoning off the chicken. <laughs> well, you have to cook it relatively fast so it won't go bad, so I think that's why it's fresher because it's not good for very long. Yeah, it's just they're, they're covering up all the cancerous tumors on the chicken with pepper. Now, some of them have been pretty good, you know. That's coming from a guy who I, I had to talk Kristen into. We buy our groceries at a discount grocery store but it allows us to eat ribeye once a week for a total of $8. So <laughs> don't write that off either. If you're around a place that sells cheap food, go in there, give it a once-over, make sure it doesn't you know, look like it's going to die, and if you can get it in the freezer soon, you're going to be just fine. I wouldn't advise buying you know, anything but meat and canned goods in those locations. I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't delve around the vegetable aisle for too long because those almost always go bad the day after you get them home. But you could do yourself worse than being able to eat ribeye steaks once a week for what it would cost you to get a Big Mac at a McDonald's. That's, you know, my financial and relationship advice. The cats are still fighting each other. <laughs> About yeah. Films and stuff. Did you know? No film school for people you didn't catch it. Do what? Did you know that there is a difference when you credit someone at the end of the movie between um, screenplay by, story by, and written by? They all three mean different things. No, I didn't know that. I didn't either. So. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Like for Kubrick's Shining, you know, Stephen King wrote the book, didn't write the screenplay. So the story was technically by him. The screenplay would have been by somebody else. 
thankfully for you, you asked specifically if you could be credited as written by for the dolls. That means you had complete creative control over all of it. Yeah. So thankfully for you, you picked the right one because I didn't know that either. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, oh, I, I wrote the story of the dolls, then I wrote the screenplay for the dolls, and then I adapted the screenplay on the move for the dolls. I'm very proud of that little project, if you guys haven't been able to tell by now. But yeah, that was a new one for me. That wasn't something they taught us in school. It's the weird thing about getting like a degree in creative writing, is that they teach you... like some shit you already know and some shit you need to know and a lot of shit you could probably do without. But there's not a point in your creative writing degree trajectory where they go, here's how to find an agent. This is Mr. Bob. Mr. Bob works as an agent. Mr. Bob, as an agent, what does a query letter look like? Like they never ask you, or they never teach you like that side of things. Like, congratulations, you've written a book. Here's how to pitch it to a guy. You think that would at least be a week of your four years at a school, but it's not. I'm sure they teach other careers how to get a job. No, it didn't teach us a goddamn thing. No, I mean, like, film, they didn't teach us either. Yeah. They don't respect us, Kristen. I don't respect them for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all of my professors actually were like, "Yeah, so it's gonna be really hard to find a job." That's what they and kept if you're telling not me. Serious, but quit like, the program. Yeah, like I had published authors teaching some of the classes, and it was like, "Well, how did you do it? Like, give me your personal insight if you're not gonna bring in your agent to like come and discuss." Like, have a forerunner go like, "Hey, you're not allowed to send any letters to my agent," but. Here is an agent, and here's the breakdown. If any of you guys are out there and you are agents, please, please reach out to us. We'll have you on the fucking show. You can tell us what you like, you know. What are you looking for in a pitch? I self-published my book because I am a nervous coward. <laughs> but, no, it'd be interesting to learn, you know, more about that angle of things, like what it is that they're looking for when you want to pitch a screenplay. Who do you send that to? Do you just shoot it out into the ether and hope for the best? Or send it directly because you don't know the first thing about the business side of shit, you know? I run a business. I don't know the business side of shit. We've got 800 people. They're relying on us, Kristen. <laughs> right now, I'm just meandering into a microphone, listening to you stir cherry tomatoes in a bowl. No, I'm trying to stir butter in cold liquid, and the butter is not melting. I'm trying to decide if I can microwave the wine. What is the cold liquid? It's wine and chicken broth. Oh, okay. You, you just called it a liquid, and I was like, is it cold water? Is the water the word that we were... <laughs> we're about to microwave this. Hell yeah. I think we're going to be safe microwaving a wine. <sighs> it's a low-key podcast, dude. And I'm pausing it again. <laughs> it's weird that it's so empty, but the light coming through the window is super pretty. Guess who's back? Back, back again. Kristen's back. Kristen's back. Tell a friend <laughs> and tell them to send us an email at <laughs> nightmarebox.com. <laughs> How do you not know Gmail these yet? At Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. How do, you, how do you not know these yet? I don't understand. 
It's much funnier this way. <laughs> like if I took it seriously, then it just wouldn't be as enjoyable. Like, how, do, how, do, how do people find the thing you want to do for a living? And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of it's more fun there. to just get Somewhere. drunk, live recklessly, and forget that, you know, one day I have to, you know, buy a house. <laughs> if, you, if you google my name some stuff might come up mixed in with all the other people who have I'm not even name. the only Brett Bloom writer I found that out the other day oh, no. Yeah, I, I tried to google myself just to be like where do I sit if I beat out all the other Brett Bloom writers and there is one other dude and I need to take him off his pedestal because he's like writing about architecture like we definitely work in two mm -hmm. different lanes and there's like pictures of him like receiving rewards and I'm like, or awards. I'm like, I am not that Brett Bloom. I am a different Brett Bloom. <laughs> I am fortunate. I'm the one who's drinking in almost every picture with the heroin eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I am fortunate that I think the only other like famous-ish Kristen Pennington is a athlete. I think she did like the Amazing Race or something like that. So if you Google me, um, most of the first page that comes up is my stuff, like my there Vimeo and my YouTube and my Facebook and all that are on the first page. I think it's my that, IMDb. It's that Pennington name. There's a yeah, lot of Penningtons <laughs> in town, but that has not spread very far outside of this town. It has uh, nothing to do with me being successful. It's just because there is not another Kristen Pennington <laughs> out there, and if one surfaces, I will kill her. She's the pretty one, you know? Look for the pretty one. No. No! So what do you want to talk about? I just kind of rambled, and mm. I don't know how much of that got edited out or how much of that remained. <laughs> but it was a ramble. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was an experience in podcasting. I wonder if I can find that real quick. That was actually for writers out there who don't know this either, or uh, filmmakers out there who don't know this. I think I may have. I have an ongoing conversation with myself, both via my text messages and... Um, my own Facebook, Instagram. I constantly message myself shit. So, oh yeah, I did. I did. I messaged it to myself on Facebook. So I have a conversation with myself and my therapist. So <laughs> upset about that conversation. Mine, <laughs> mine is productive conversation. So is mine. Got here. <laughs> but yeah, if you are a writer, um, you know, trying to get credit for shit, or if you're a filmmaker trying to figure out how to credit your writers, I discovered this. For the first time ever the other day and i thought it was pretty interesting so i sent it to myself Fuck so, yeah. um and this is uh nofilmschool.com they have tons and tons and tons and tons of useful like articles like i literally my twitter is an ongoing retweet of everything they say everything brett <laughs> says and everything i post on my own uh, <laughs> production website i don't think i organically tweet anything at all <laughs> So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just me reposting other people's stuff, but feel free. Um, the difference between story by, screenplay by, and written by. So, story by um, refers to a person... Oh, wait, no. It says it's a common misconception that story by is the person who comes up with the idea. But what it actually means is that anyone who worked on a treatment or any other story outline is entitled to a credit that says story by. So if you worked on... So the original idea hits you by the written by guy and then you punch it up Yeah, if you're story by. If you're anyone who um, does like a treatment or an outline for okay. somebody else's story, you are technically like eligible huh. to be credited story by because you worked on the story. Which is weird. I would not have thought that. 
Um, it says you may also get this credit if you're hired to do a page one rewrite. Um, Which you damn well deserve at that point. Yeah. If they're like, okay, well, the vague concept is great, but the rest of this is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air. Sorry. Um, it, it, I'm, I haven't read this article in a few days, so I'm okay. trying to reread it while making sense of it to you guys. <laughs> it says you may also get this credit if you're hired to do a page one rewrite that gets you the sole screenplay screenplay by credit despite the initial writer having a complete script. Huh. So you can steal the screenplay by credit from the original writer? Oh no, love, I didn't read the article. Hmm. I thought you were an expert on this particular No, list. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a Writer's Digest today uh, on a whim to avoid talking to my coworker. <laughs> or any of the customers or do my job. I was like, look, busy on the computer. So I, I pulled up Writer's Digest. And um, I read like six or seven articles. And what I learned about Writer's Digest, free articles today, is that they get you really excited for four paragraphs that you're about to learn some brilliant shit. And then you don't learn any brilliant shit. They're like, here's, you know, like how to... Like advertise and then it's like there I was way back in 2014 and like you read all about their story because they're a writer and then at the end it's like and then I took an advertising course and now I know how to advertise. It's like why did you waste all my time? It's <laughs> literally every recipe ever online. Like yeah. I'm like really excited about this recipe but I gotta scroll through yeah. like two pages there of your I life was. story to my find the My wife was giving birth in the bathtub. The air smelled like placenta oh, and what? Epsom salt. That's gross. <laughs> I was like, I took a vacation to Which Tuscany. reminded like, me of the care. importance of onions. And what, I don't know what accent I'm going for or where I'm going for the story. Just... Okay, I, I'm going to round out this whole, like, I know I skipped over screenplay by, but I would I probably have to. use the word placenta and Epsom salt in a sentence. I'm pretty happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get away from that topic. I know I glossed over the difference in screenplay by and, and story by. Oh my god. What Epsom salt goes good you, with wife You had a chance to ramble while You're I was making... You're still reading an article well, I was on making, your phone. I'm I'm trying, the dead air. I'm trying to say it. You keep cutting me off. Uh, I thought you were still scrolling. No, I'm something. trying to say it. Okay, well don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I made this fancy dinner and I'm not giving you any of it. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, written by is used when writers are entitled to both screenplay by and story by credit. This does not apply to adaptations. Is that my corn boiling over? That is my corn boiling over. Did you grab me another beer? Yep. So yeah, if you've got placenta and Epsom salt, what kind of what kind of Epsom salt we got over there? Quits. Daffodils. I will shoot you. You don't quit. There are guns in this apartment. It's kind of like a. I vaguely know how to use them. Copper smell, like you could, you could do some nice lavender. I'm editing this out. I hope you know. You don't get final say in what stays in the episode. (laughs) Oh my god! Can I finish this thought? No, it's, it's more entertaining. Oh, as a rule, written by is not shared by more than two writers. So if you have the written by credit, you are the head honcho. Nice. Any topic besides the topics Brett wants to talk about. 
<laughs> you you led me on to the, the no I recipes. didn't. Oh, that has nothing to do with women giving birth. It does if you're looking to pair that with a brilliant oh. wine and a nice Kiev. Like, Why? If you're like making I... Cornish hens and you like you you want a garlicky Why thing did I so you that she can recover from. Talk me into doing a podcast today. <laughs> I don't know. Well, why did you not come up with a single show note? <laughs> what? You, was you know what Brett does when he drinks and, and he doesn't know what to talk about. I was about. packing and he doing the laundry and, and cleaning. I did a lot today. I was packing and doing the laundry and cleaning. You admitted you didn't do anything today. No, I didn't. I said I got a late start. I did the laundry by myself. I cleaned. I packed. You're being a douche. I'm not being a douche. I will hurt you. I know where you sleep at night. I will hurt you with this pen. I will write not nice things about you. I why you're threatening to to physically assault me on on an audio forum. (laughs) Because you're way bigger than me. Like, like I have any chance of even slightly hurting you. Like, I'm going to stab you in the pen. It's just like, I mean, you can do that. You're like, it's cool. I lifted 4,000 pounds at the gym the other day. Like, you try. I'm, I'm pretty good with a firearm. Pretty good with my hands. If I yell at you, you cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like being yelled at. Who wants to be yelled at? No. It's back to the differences between men and women. See, drawing it full circle. You could have just let me talk about placenta. No, or like we could talk about topics remotely related to writing or filmmaking. <laughs> don't be afraid to go dark in your art. If you need to go dark, you know. That's coming from somewhere. I can't with you. Are you done? I'm done with you. <laughs> Just break it. Break it up with me live on the air. I can't. Even Winston is judging that would you. Be the, Do you see the, the amount of judgment Winston is? That would be the your most way? brilliant thing. You're like, I'm leaving you, and I'm leaving your stupid podcast, and you just stab I'm me. Taking in Taking dinner with me. Stab me in the throat with a pen, and then you go, mistakes were made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, as I'm like arterial blood spraying out on the wall, you're just. But we've already established. You put on high heels, and it's. No, we've already established. I would still have to rip your face off for that to kill you. Yeah. So you would you would live. No. Yeah. I don't want to. No. I'm over but it. If I don't I rip your face off, Diana. though, we, the, we've cinematically show. established you don't die. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> clinical. We're talking about clinical again? No, I was thinking because she stabbed him no, in the yeah, No, I, I was on, 100% on page with you. Like, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Why are you being so mean to me today? <laughs> oh, my God. You came home from work, and I made you a super... <laughs> Fancy dinner. I did all the laundry, and you were making jokes, picking on not me. Not being mean. You were picking. I on could me. be mean. I don't know who to be mean to. Winston, because Winston. Winston's a mean. Oh, don't say that word. Ooh, that's that's a not word. a nice yeah, word. Not with that level of anger. That's not a nice word. My brother's gay. Cheers. That's still not a nice word. Oh, I love my brother. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last podcast we're doing after you've been at work all day. I'm, I'm going to call on that one. No Normally, more. Normally, you're not even home yet. Uh, you didn't get a chance Normally to wind down. Normally, you are in the, in the process of driving back home. Right now? Is it that late? Ooh, it is that late, isn't it? 
And I'm blaming that on that because you didn't get a chance to wind down. You came home and we immediately started, so. I don't mean it in a mean <laughs> way. It's a joke. Come from a generation, people got called faggots all the time. It's, like if you if you thought it was just gay people, like it, it, it wasn't. If you were just a dude who was alive, somebody was calling you a faggot. <laughs> if anything, it's a you know universal symbol of brotherhood. Mm. Like, like the N word. Oh, you didn't. I was about to say I'm legit getting off the podcast if you. <laughs> that's where this is going. God damn it. No, I don't mean it. I just I, I yelled it at my cat. The cat spends a lot of time in male company, in all honesty. Well, that's because there aren't any female pets. Getting if you got him a female friend, he might forget that he no longer has balls. Nope. He's a faggot. <laughs> you gotta quit saying that. That's not a nice word. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. I feel like this podcast is getting a little weird, though. Okay, well then I'll turn it off. You want to sign out? Well, we should probably get off soon. It's already seven thirty, just so we can eat. Okay. I love you. Love you. Don't stare at me like that. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> just staring at me. I had no direction. I was wound up and freaking out on a bunch of really disturbing topics. So I am reined in. <laughs> Don't say it like that. Let me no, see. I want a topic. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. All right, well, we're signing off then. (laughs) I swear to God, we're not yelling at each other. We're not having an argument. I don't know why the weird energy shift. I I said some very uncomfortable things, and, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not upset with you. I know, but they might be upset with me. I love you. I love you more. I love you more. And you can find us on Instagram at? Um, at Nightmare Box Productions. Or uh, like float over there to the Facebooks. Zuckerberg is going to steal your children. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nightmare Box Productions. Uh, or Twitter. That would be at Nightmare Box Pro. Uh, we got a website. The website is? The TheNightmareBox.blog. And what am I missing? Your YouTube page. Uh, YouTube.com slash Kristen Pennington. Hells to the fuck yeah. You got them all in? I think so. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. And uh, we'll see you here in a few days.